So here's the deal. If you like hearing those weird stories we do about snakes biting people where they shouldn't and Bonaparte's parts leaving when they shouldn't, <laughs> you can like or subscribe and or follow This Is True. Actually, do all of that. Like, subscribe, and follow This Is True, really, at Spotify, Amazon Music, and Breaker. Do that, and if you like what you hear, great. And if you don't like what you hear, then just tell you like your nasty neighbor and anyone you don't really like to follow us. And we will torture them for you. That's right. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. And now? Tanya Cordero, 47, was arrested. Wait, 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 wait. Do you want to do that cleaner? Yeah. And now? Tanya Cordero, 47. Yeah, that was better. I like that one. Thank you. Was arrested after an incident in Largo, Florida. It seems Cordero and her... Is that like Key Largo? Um, it's well, yeah, Bogey and Bacall. Yeah, it's <laughs> you're referencing songs. No, actually, it's a movie way back when. Oh, I thought we, before yeah. the song, it's in before a song. The, okay, yeah. No, this is Largo, it's Lauren Bogart, and you know, because Key would be a little island thing, wouldn't it? And so it may be off of Largo. I don't know. It's Lauren, Lauren Bogart and Humphrey Bacall. They were a great couple, fascinating. It seems Cordero and her boyfriend got themselves into... Dude, it's Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. I've never heard of them. So, Tanya Cordero, 47... (laughs) I'm kidding. I have, of course, heard of them. They played in, I don't know how many movies, and uh, together they did, like, Of Mice and Men. I think at one point uh, he was Ant-Man. All the classics. Just the best stuff there was. Anyway, it seems... (laughs) Cordero and her boyfriend got into a fight in the home owned by the man's mother. The argument began as the result of the man, are you ready for this? Closing a window. At that point, Cordero lost her composure, and who wouldn't? And according to investigators, she smashed hamburger in his face. When the police arrived, the suspect denied doing so, but the man still had hamburger in his ear, according to the police report. (laughs) Cordero also mentioned in front of investigators that she hoped he choked on the burger. Well, not if you put it in his ear. Tanya has been in legal trouble before. Okay. Including conviction, you guessed that, yeah. for theft, narcotics possession, and battering her boyfriend in October after an argument about a Halloween outfit for one of their kids. She spent three months behind bars for that incident. Well, you know, at least it's only important stuff that sets her off. Exactly. Windows, and in my house, costumes. At my house, we have learned that you do not mess with the windows in the bedroom. Oh, my really? Wife will not stand for <laughs> Cute. So because you ticked me off yesterday by stealing my line, I've got more famous body parts that have gone traveling. I'm not or afraid of you. Missing, or at least aren't where they should be with the rest of their body. <laughs> Number one, Geronimo's skull. The Apache leader is infamous for raiding the American Southwest, evading the military for over, what, 30 years? Yeah. Eventually, though, as always happens, he was captured, died under arrest in 1909. Geronimo's body was buried intact, all of it, together. Okay. Not long. He died in 1909, right? Yeah. During World War I, a secret society dug up the war chief's skull. Dum, dum, dum. According to legend, the skull is now hidden in a secret tomb at Yale University. Yes, 
That Yale. Skull and Bones. Oh, really? The secret society dug up Geronimo's head. The society, by the way, since World War I, has been denying that they've ever even seen Geronimo's skull. But rumors on campus persist that they're used in the initiation rituals. And I, for one, believe them because I'm, I'm in for a good conspiracy story that involves a secret society. And Jägermeister. And that helps more. The bones of Santa Claus are missing. Santa Claus, who serves as the basis for, actually, St. Nicholas serves as the basis say, for yeah. Santa, died in 343. No extra numbers there, just 343. Since medieval people were big on relics of the saints, his bones were interred in Myra. Is it Myra or Mira? M-Y-R-A. Ooh. Let's go with Mira. I like Mira better. A town in what is today Turkey. Okay. Since relics were such a big deal back then, they brought in a lot of pilgrims. And pilgrims brought in, always follow the money. Yes, even when it comes to your relics. Think of it as religious tourism or something. In any case, the residents of the Italian town of Bari decided they deserve St. Nick's bones and that income more than Mira. So in 1807, they, they made a plan and, and successfully stole St. Nicholas's bones. And if you're, if you're wondering, if you go to Bari... They still celebrate that to this day with parade and fireworks. Do they get any presents on Christmas? I would think not. I would think Santa would be ticked. Yeah, but they got plenty of coal for their fires. Here's one that didn't surprise me. Mussolini's brain. Because I was pretty sure it was missing well before he was dead. The fascist dictator set an inglorious end in 19... Set? Met. That'd be closer. Yeah. Met an inglorious end in 1945. Did he ever? I mean, first they had him captured. Then the Nazis rescued him. Then mm-hmm. they captured him again because he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. And then they executed El Duce. And Which in somehow, Italian means the dumbass. Yeah, well, if it didn't, it does now. And then somehow or another, his corpse and that of his mistress or wife or so, whoever he got caught with mm-hmm. ended up hanging outside in a courtyard somewhere. Yep. So they could kick him and beat him and... Yeah, that's not humiliating. Didn't they drag his body through town, too? Probably. But again, the guy's dead. He didn't care. Yeah. Anyway, the dictator's public humiliation didn't end there because when the U.S. government learned about his death, they actually asked for a chunk of his brain. USA. What? They wanted to study it and have a little hunk of it as kind of a trophy. They bronze it? Yes, it's bronzed right next to the bronze Schwanza of Napoleon. <laughs> what is this with bronzing? I, anyway, well, because they didn't make mod podging back then. The brain was delivered to the U.S. and remained there for 20 years. In 66, Americans returned a portion of it to El Duce's still surviving widow, Rachel Mussolini. Oh, how nice. I suppose it would be Rachel Mussolini. Maybe. Yeah. But they only returned a piece of it. We don't know what happened to the rest. But considering that in 2007, eBay had to remove listings for vials that supposedly contained parts of Mussolini's brain, educated guess, follow the money. Number four, Shakespeare's skull is missing, which is odd because there are people who will contend there was no actual Shakespeare. Alas, poor Shakespeare. I knew him, Horatio. And now his skull's missing, dude. Hmm. See, I just don't have the old English attitude. According to legend, a bunch of grave robbers stole the bard on Avon's skull in 1796. Shakespeare's experts used to dismiss the fiction as... Fiction? Used to dismiss... They left out a whole line here. Used to dismiss the... Sorry, as fiction. 
but it was in 2016 archaeologists found that it might be true who edits your crap mickey mouse yes ah during the <laughs> during the first look. during the that's first a ever good look during the first ever radar scan of shakespeare's grave because really why would you it's at holy trinity church in stratford on avon isn't it stratford on or is it upon it depends on whether you're in england or america okay i'm in america on okay in holy trinity church in stratford on avon or upon avon if you're in britain sorry mr reed uh showed that the bard's skull was not in the grave Additionally, the materials in the grave seem to have been disturbed. They didn't actually open the grave. They got all this from, yeah. Yeah. This led the archaeologist to conclude with a radar scan that Shakespeare's skull is no longer there. However, he will probably never know for certain since, according to the poet's wishes, Holy Trinity Church won't let anyone open the tomb. <sighs> che, Guevara's che Guevara's hair is missing. A hunk of it. We've all seen the T-shirts. Think of him with a patch gone. If you're a communist guy, he's a hero. And if you're normal, he's a villain. <laughs> CIA agent Gustavo, not that I have any opinion. CIA, that's the way it's written, or would be if I had written it. Yeah, exactly. CIA agent Gustavo Velodo, who oversaw Che's burial, snipped off a lock of his hair, took photos of his bullet-riddled corpse out of spite, according to his words. Honestly, when you've been chasing him for a while, I get it. That was In a tough chase. In 2007, the hair and photos ended up at auction because that's what we what do. You do. It's what we do now. The remains were um, ultimately bought by Bill Butler, a Texan bookstore owner who paid $119,500 for them because he has that kind of cash laying around. Reportedly, they're displayed at his store. But Why? No, I have no idea. Who no could care? No one can actually confirm that the hair is still there. All of Charlie Chaplin went missing for a while. Yep. What was he? The little tramp, right? That's what... Yeah. 1977, three months after he died and was buried, grave robbers dug up his entire corpse. Because why take just a hunk when you, <laughs> when can, you have can have the have whole thing? thing? The crooks proceeded to call Chaplin's widow and demand $600,000 ransom, but they never got that because they weren't that good. Cops tracked down the phone number and <laughs> sent the whole bunch to prison. His remains were, were then returned to his grave, but this time his widow decided to protect them better, so they slapped a gigantic slab of concrete over the coffin. So now if you want to steal Charlie Chaplin, you still can, but you should probably bring a jackhammer. And last but not least, Rasputin's Janson. He's Russian. How do you say it in Russian? The guy who was boning the queen and irritating the czar. Although there's no, pr there's no proof of either, really. There really isn't, because no. history was made by the folks who survived, and they did not like him because he had the ear of the royals. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, the legendary advisor was more than just almost unkillable. He was apparently um, uh, well-endowed. Oh, my. With certain attributes. <laughs> what a man. So after his death in 1916, stop that which involved um, poison, a beating, shooting, and drowning. Because I thought I they stabbed you, him, too, didn't they? They may have. Just, we poisoned him, we shot him, we stabbed him, we threw him out the window. But all he didn't do is feed him to wild animals, and that <laughs> probably would have done it. But hey, someone apparently decided to chop off the uh, chanson. 
<sighs> I don't know what that is in Russian. We know that because of, by 1920s, the massive chanson had made its way to Paris, where it was a popular attraction for the visiting Russian ladies. Oh, for Pete's sake. As you may have guessed, Rasputin, or if you listen to the Boney M song, Rasputin's daughter, Maria, didn't appreciate strange women gawking at her father's dismembered members. Remember, you know. She pulled some strings, <laughs> pulled, and the ownership of the penis was transferred to her. You know, there are some things that I don't think a daughter should ever have to go through, and that pretty much sums up that's, all of that, That's one of it. Yeah. Today, uh, Rasputin's belongings are on display at the museum well just the one belonging on display at the and i didn't know there was one the museum of russian erotica in saint petersburg i wonder if that includes invading poland if i'm or czechoslovakia uh, later yeah yeah well you know they did if i may add a caveat sure never been absolutely proven that the Russian Janson on display is actually Rasputin's, but makes for a heck of a story. Well, as long as you're doing facts, I'm doing facts, too. Half of the presidents who died in office were from Ohio. And dead. William Harrison, James Garfield, William McKinley, and Warren G. Harding. Really? Yep. Hmm. In 1776, a group of West Virginia residents asked the Continental Con Congress to create a 14th colony called West Westylvania. Uh, oh, please. It included parts of West Virginia and surrounding areas. I'm confused enough with Virginia. West, North is up. The, 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 no. Communist South Dakota. West of freaking Vania. The plea was ignored. Thank as, heaven. As you may have figured out already. Yeah. Under Denmark's law and personal names, their final choice must come from a pre-approved list of 7,000. Huh? If you're going so you, to name a kid, it, it, there's a list of 7,000 names you can use. Huh. If they want to do something more unique, they need to get government approval. Well, we haven't got there yet. Thankfully. Of course, it's early. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Well, that's in. Can we be done then? Because this has just been painful all the way around. See you later. Especially the parts about missing body things. Ooh. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network. <laughs>